Okay, this is Alejandro Aguilar. If you hear Arsenal winning, that's fake news. You're listening to the DU Football Show. Let's do it two weeks in a row, and Sam's already in a bad mood. Look at you. I had a very bad weekend. I was going to say it was a shit weekend for local sports across the board. Yeah, you know? I did not have a good weekend, starting with Thursday night. Terps got their asses kicked. Uh, Nationals lose three at home in the World Series, now down to being eliminated. I almost uh, got in a fight in D.C. when I went. Red, Redskins suck balls. On Thursday night, that yeah. started it all. Yeah. And then the old Arsenal. Good <laughs> good for a big fuck up. Hey, well, you know, it could be worse. You could have lost like Everton, so. Hey. Hey. Villa. <laughs> and Villa, yep. Uh, at least they played the champions. I Heard. mean, it was better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Fair enough. All righty. Well, then let's start the show. Hello and welcome to the Drunkard United Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. That's us. I am your host, Sam Houston, and that other schmuck across the way is Sam Graham. Sammy, how you doing, brother? Not good. I'm in a bad place right now. Yeah, bad place. Very dark, bad place. Dark space. That's why yeah. you're wearing the black t-shirt today. Uh, I am. I'm actually in all black. I've got black trousers on as well. Ah, uh, he's, so, he's, he's so emotional, that one. Still, still got that uh, hangover from last week, huh? The a little kids, bit. The kids call it emo. <coughs> Heard. Uh, is that yeah, what it is? Right. My nails aren't painted though. It's Does only that a, still count. It's only a matter of time. <laughs> you do have a daughter. They'll be painted soon enough. Uh, fair enough. It's gothic Graham tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Heard. That's right. We are recording at Studio H, just outside our nation's capital. You can check us out on just about any podcast platform there is. Uh, be sure to subscribe, rate, review, share with your friends. I see lots of people doing that on Twitter, which I really, we really, really, really do appreciate. Um, should you want to chat with us, there's many ways that you can. Sammy, tell the good people how they can get in touch. Uh, sure. We are at Do You Football Show on all the social medias. That's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, please slide in the DMs. We love chatting during games. And um, just general shit talk, so it's a lot of fun. Uh, and then do you football show at gmail.com, of course, um, to get in touch via email, excuse me. Uh, and you can also join our closed Facebook group, uh, Drunkard United FC. Yeah, that's been, uh, so that's join been fun. that. You have to answer a couple of questions. Just when you get there, don't be a cunt. Yep, that's pretty much how it works. That's it. Talk shit about football, and that's about it. Uh, yep. No politics, no religion, no sexism. Um, no, uh, racism. Yep. Just have fun. I think I pretty much covered it all. Yeah. It's pretty much all I the think. isms for the most part. Yeah. So all right. there we go. <laughs> Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red blooded Americans, we are, we vow to have a drink in our hands throughout this show and every show. Sammy, we sipping on some yak tonight, ain't we? Hey, we is. Yeah. What we got? Wish I had some endo. Mm. Help me forget <laughs> everything that happened this weekend. <laughs> uh, sipping on yak and endo because fuck gin and juice. You know what I'm saying? Heard. I need something a little heavier. Heard a little. Uh, anyway, we've got uh, Kelt Cognac. Uh, this is their VO, uh, boy, VSOP expression. <laughs> I kind of wrote my notes all scattered. Heard. Um, it's from Grand Champagne, uh, and it does see some ocean aging, actually. The casks go on ships for a bit. Um, which causes the liquid to interact with the wood that much more because of the racking of the ship. Yep. Um, comes in at 80 proof. You're at 65.99 to 75.99 on the shelf. Um, just to give you a little bit of background on cognac, must be 90% Uni Blanc grapes. Uh, must be aged in wood from the Limousin Forest. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, VS, uh, very special. Uh, the abbreviation for very special is uh, two to four years old in that wood. And VSOP, which is very special old pale. 
mm-hmm. or very special old product as it's been modernly kind of right. adapted is uh, four to six years old. Yep. Uh, and there are um, higher levels than that in XO and Napoleon, uh, which we won't get into because yeah. we don't have. XO has been uh, now upgraded to a uh, minimum of uh, 10 years, where okay, it used to go. be a minimum of six. And it, Napoleon's so. with 13 in it. Yeah, yeah right Something up like in that, that range. Yeah. 12, I think. So Every, which, everything in uh, Cognac is evens. Everything in Armagnac is odds. And everything in Armagnac's yeah. a little bit younger. So it's one to three versus two to four for VS. Got it. And then it's three to five as opposed to four to six for VSOP kind Got of thing. It. Yeah. But uh, lovely little juice, isn't it? That's no, not bad. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, like little, that. little something changed up from the uh, whiskey run we've been on lately. Yeah. And uh, just real quick, I do want to mention um, in lieu of our. Uh, friendiversary on Facebook, my good sir. Oh, which just happened pansy. over the weekend. I grabbed a pint of um, drinking buddies from the Brookville Beer Farm in Rockville. Aww, that's for me and you, bro. Oh, why? Well, thank you. Where's mine? You don't like? F- fuck off. You know I just want to drink Ice House. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You don't like good beer, so I like great beer. Ice House tastes amazing. Cheers. All right, here we go. Good show, guys. And then I knock into the computer as well, which is really good. Yeah, that was. I should probably, you know, move my hand away from that. So, uh, yeah, just kind of pretend like that didn't happen. All right, Arsenal and Everton suck. You guys have a good evening, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Psych, uh, psych, that's psych, 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 psych. that's going to be third segment. Um, <laughs> really, I mean, we you would think we would probably talk about how the big clubs did, but yeah. no, actually, there were three freaking hat tricks this weekend. Two of them in one, one game. game. Yeah. So Leicester City nine, Southampton nil, Chelsea four, at Burnley South- two. At Southampton two. <laughs> so the Foxes kicked three field goals on their way to the <laughs> yeah. nine nothing. The win. Foxes outscored the Redskins from Thursday. <laughs> That's fucking insane. It's <laughs> not hard to do. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Uh, it that was, was that was the score the Redskins the lost. That's that's the score that they True. the Redskins lost to the Niners was nine nothing. Yeah, exactly. They um so Leicester obviously dominated this match. Southampton's a bad team. We can all agree on that. Yes, not a problem. Um, but the twelfth uh, minute red card to Ryan Bertrand obviously didn't help. Yeah. What I was surprised at is the utter and complete capitulation of Southampton. Um, last season, what kept them up was their organization. Uh, that House and Hoodle brought in after they fired Sparky. Where was it? What happened? Are they not buying into it anymore? Do they just not give a shit? Because I don't... There's a few goals that were pretty good from Lester. Gun, but really, gun, a lot of them were mistakes. Gunn bottled a lot of those goals. Like, a near post off his hand. He almost dropped one into the net that he saved on the goal line from it going over. Yep. Um, and... I mean, right after the the red card, there was two goals in less than a minute yeah. for Leicester. Uh-huh. Um, we we talked about this with the um, with the Watford game against uh, against City. There's nothing wrong with getting a red. Okay, that's gonna happen. It happened. Yeah, but, absolutely. But don't then just roll over and die. Like, well, here's the thing, and here's how you know it happened. We I've said it to you before. And and we talked about this last summer with the women's national team, uh, U.S. women's national team, scoring like crazy against the Thai women. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a difference because it, the, the difference in quality between the two teams in that instance 
where this is teams of similar circumstance in the Premier League in terms of financial clout, right? Yeah. And still being this stark in, on the field in that day, yeah, right? Those teams' budgets Lester, aren't that far off one no, another. But Leicester continued to score and, and looked actively going for the top flight record, which they equaled, going for the top flight record of biggest win, period, in the Premier League. And also uh, biggest away win now, too. Right. Yeah. Um, not a single fucking card for Southampton after Bertrand's red. Yeah, why didn't you? You obviously don't give a shit. I don't want you to go out a little. I don't want you to go out and hurt somebody. I don't want that. You're not supposed to do that. I don't agree with that. I'm an athlete, also. But if my dignity is being called into question, which it was, as Lester continued to celebrate, you need to fucking stand up for yourself. Put a few asses on the ground, and they didn't do it. Let them think about. Oh, hey. My shin hurts because I got hacked the last time I came down the pitch. Let me think about this before I go trying to cut in towards the goal. I mean, 5-0 five, five at halftime. You would imagine that House and Huddle would have just said, okay, boys, we're going to pack it in. No more goals. We're going to see this thing out. We're going to yeah. lose 5 nothing. Damage control. Maybe we get a goal. And, and Lester come out and score almost immediately. Exactly. And just the wheels completely fell off. There was zero effort or care or concern from the team, and it didn't seem like there was much from uh, from the coaching staff either. They Nothing. seemed to not just really... shell shocked. They just just standing there like, "What do we do now?" It's... Well, and, and part of that, the other thing is, it can't all come from the coaching staff. The, there's ten professional athletes on the field. Does your pride not come into play? Fuck the coach's instructions at that point. Yeah. I'm gonna go stop this shit from happening to me. Yeah, right. Set someone on their ass. Do something about it. Somebody and on they're the- continuing to sell it, running and getting the ball out of the goal so they can kick off faster. Yeah. Because they want that 10-0. Fuck you. Yeah. I'm going to beat your ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's absolutely ridiculous. And really, to be honest, we've said it before again, which is why I brought up the U.S. women last summer. Um, Lester, lack of class, celebrating in the way they did after it was 5-6-0 up. Oh well, the Vardy it, Vardy at the end at the whistle scoring a penalty. You know, come on, you, it's a penalty. Sure, it's a hat trick, but there's no need for you to jump in the air and fist pump. No, like, and what just... was, and what was the um, I think it was Vardy's second, maybe. Yeah, it was his first or second goal, and Iusi Perez slammed the ball back into the net after it had come out after he had bulged the net. And the ball was kind of trickling back and that's, out. That's at five nothing at that point, right? It's like, what are you doing, man? Have some respect for your opponent as well. Right. You know, do your job. I don't care about the score line. Run the score up. I don't care about that. Yeah, My, respect your opponent and and what they're trying to do. And you don't need to celebrate when the game's already gone. Yeah. Do you think this this moment right here for Southampton may be uh, signifying the beginning of the end for them? So we talked about this a little bit uh, before we started, and I'm going to pull up the Premier League table real quick, uh, which I already have here. You have Watford in 20th on five points, Norwich uh, on 19th with seven points. You have Southampton in 18th with eight points. Uh, Southampton's minus 16 Norwich minus 13, Watford minus 16 in terms of goal differential. Obviously, this didn't help Southampton a lot at all. Name me three teams that are worse off than Southampton. Out and Anybody. Newcastle, you guys, Aston Villa, Brighton, Burnley. No. Wolves, Tottenham, no. West Ham. That's how you're going up the table. Up to Bournemouth in ninth. Maybe, Crystal Palace in sixth flying high. Maybe, Tell me, maybe Sheffield falls back to the pack a little bit, but... 
Sheffield's in fucking eighth now. Yeah, I know. With I mean, a, but plus, a plus one goal differential. That's an extra point. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I think you can only name one, maybe two clubs worse off than Southampton. Yeah. Which would mean Southampton occupies that either next to last or last relegation you, spot you in 18th or 19th. Brighton because West, I mean, because Southampton beat Brighton. You could say Brighton, but... Brighton's but then you fig- look at the results from the fig- weekend. Yeah, yeah, Brighton's figuring out ways to get and wins. 3-0 against Watford. Yeah. 3-0... Um, against Tottenham. Uh, against Tottenham. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. 3-2 I mean, against us. They're like, getting they're, results. They're figuring out ways to play attractive football. So, you know, you, you, they may go... D- Brighton may be misfortunate and go down, but they're not going to go down in a way where it's like they're just their dignity was ripped from them. Southampton feels like when we saw Sunderland go down, when we saw Stoke go down, it's just like this, yeah, just this stripping of their just oh, manhood as a club. It feels one hundred percent, and and they showed it again with the lack of desire after they went down to ten men. Not a single card. Nobody gave shit enough to hit somebody on Leicester for what they were doing. It's a cold, shitty, rainy day on the South Coast. Make it tough on Leicester. Just make it tough on them. Lose lose five nothing with like five yellows and you knock some people around and at least you hustled and oh you got scored on because Lester counterattacked you to death because that's what Lester does. No, Lester just owned possession yep. and Southampton just stood there. And good good on them because fuck Southampton. <clears throat> that's true. We both want to see him go down. Uh how about this? The American, Christian Pulisic, finally gets on the uh gets on the score sheet and does it in amazing fashion with a hat trick. Yeah. And does it um, perfectly. Yeah, you were calling it like the Norwegian hat trick or something no, like that so, last year. I forgot well, what it was so, you were yeah, calling it. So there was the English calling it some, trick. Calling it some like, sexual position last year. That was the Scandinavian hat trick. Yes, yeah, the Scandinavian <laughs> hat trick. <laughs> yeah. I the, believe that was an episode title. It was. Don't, do not Urban Dictionary that term. <laughs> you might thurp a little bit. You might throw up in your mouth. Um, but... No, Christian Pulisic had a perfect, perfect hat trick. So what it was, what I explained last year, was the English perfect hat trick, which is what I've been aware of, is left foot, right foot header my whole life. Apparently the Germans or Norwegians, somebody in that sort of realm, a perfect hat trick is just three goals uninterrupted. Right. Nobody else scores in between you. Norwegians, so you mean uh, Liverpool supporters? Maybe. Okay. (laughs) That's a dig. It is a dig. Um it's either Norwegian or German. I don't remember who it is. But anyway, it was th- three unanswered goals right in a row, right? Right. By the same player. So Pulisic did that on both accounts. First goal, left foot. Second goal, right foot uh, via a small deflection. Right. Third goal, header. And nobody scored in between yep. goals one, two, any and of three. his goals. Yeah. Yep. So that was brilliant. Um, good on him. Uh, it's a shame for Burnley. Uh, because that Jay Rodriguez strike goes down as a consolation, oh. and that was fucking brilliant. That <laughs> was nasty. <laughs> Old man still got it. Dirty. <laughs> fucking dirty. Old man with a man, with a man bun. Sorry. Yeah. So w- one thing worth <laughs> noting uh, yet again for the che- for this for this Chelsea team giving up a you know a couple of late cheap goals. Now, granted, the Rodriguez goal was a brilliant goal, but. Yet again, couple of goals. Let let a team back in it. Like you're up four nothing. See, see that sucker out. Well, Game should be four nothing. They shouldn't. You shouldn't be letting them get two, two and hell in extra time. Almost three. 
Yeah, but I I think part of that comes with being young. <laughs> yeah. We forget there's still a young team. Yep. 4 0 up, you kind of take your foot off the gas a bit. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, or even 3 0 up, you know, whatever it was when they scored. Yeah. You take your foot off the gas. And that leads to little lapses in concentration, obviously, little issues. And a new, and the Jay Rodriguez was a worldie. I mean, he oh, should never have scored from there. There's nothing you can do about that. It was just a brilliant strike. Yeah. The other one, little laps in concentration, and boom, it's in the back of the net. That's what happens at the highest level. Luckily, you had scored four before that. You know, this that's, uh, uh, that's the end of it. And but great for Pulisic. And I want to liken this because I'm wearing the shirt, and you'll see, all see that on social media later. Mm-hmm. It's all about me. This is why I said drop Nicola Pepe for a couple of weeks. Get your fucking head right. Come back, and you'll be a world beater. Look what happened here. Yep. Cold rainy day in Burnley, which is the new cold rainy day in Stoke because Burnley's better than Stoke and actually right. still in the Premier League. True. And Christian Pulisic comes out with a fucking hat trick. Stoke last place in the championship currently. I know. They're shitting the bed <laughs> horribly. But look, you see what I'm saying? You you take that, okay, I put you in the team, big signing, you're all excited, have a couple of weeks, not really hitting very well. Drop you a couple of cameos here and there, a couple of little, you know, short 15 minute substitute appearances. Drop you from the team, bring you right back in from the start. <coughs> bang, bang, bang. Hitting on all cylinders. Everyone on that team is scoring right now. Everyone. All, all I'm saying is yeah. Emery out, Sam in. Yeah. Heard Emery out, Sam in. <laughs> <laughs> That's all no. I'm saying. <laughs> but I, every, everybody on that team scoring. And a few weeks ago, we were like, okay, it looks like it's going to be Leicester and probably Arsenal battling for third and fourth I, I this looks like a team that should probably qualify for champions league seven out of seven yeah this team seven out of their last seven uh, chelsea december will be tough in all, in all competitions december will be tough december mm-hmm. will be a very new big learning experience for they'll beat us this, right now for this club because the kids probably aren't used to what is a you know december's just it's a kick in the nuts how busy of a schedule it is. You oh, know, fair enough. It's yeah. four weeks, you play eight games. You And then right after that's over, right after the new year comes, you start playing in the FA Cup. So really, it's you played nine games in basically four and a half weeks. Yeah, absolutely. Which is, which is a lot. And that's going to be interesting for them. But if they come out of that fairly unscathed, why oh, shouldn't yeah. this team finish third or fourth place? I mean, Absolutely. Lester's playing. Lester's playing fantastic, of course. Mm-hmm. So I, I really do see Lester as probably being the third place team as long as they hold it together. As long as nobody gets hurt, that if that team stays healthy. Why shouldn't they finish in third? Uh, the only reason is they trip over Brendan Rodgers' teeth. <laughs> I heard. <laughs> Top two both get wins, but more importantly, the top two both have solid performances. Liverpool two, Spurs one, Manchester City three, Aston Villa nil. So Spurs with the quick goal and a very says lucky, very rare mental lapse from Virgil Van Dyke. Yeah, he always follows the man. He's like. How was well, the deflection it, it, came it off was, of him? It, but and then it hit the post and it came down and he was the closest one to Kane and he wasn't even looking at Kane. No, because he was trying to block the initial shot. Yeah, and it came, which put him out of position in, in relative to Harry Kane. Yeah, but he got quite lucky. Uh, Harry Kane. Oh, it fell. It fell exactly where. It and he was the ball. just on side when the shot was taken, and like it just it all kind of 
very lucky for Harry Kane. Uh, We're both biased against what happened. Oh, you yeah. want to shit on Virgil Van Dyke. I want to shit on Harry Kane. Oh, of course. So we're this is. The immovable object meets the unstoppable force. <laughs> we, we're not going to come to an agreement. It, it's also uh, it's also uh, <laughs> interesting that uh, you know VAR wasn't able to try to figure out some way to disallow that goal because I'm sure whoever was manning the booth that weekend was like, okay, how can we make this work for Liverpool? I've got to figure out a way to make it work for Liverpool. Damn it, I can't. So I guess no, the goal. Well, was... Guess the goal is going to have to stand. Um, what I. <sighs> It's hard because Tottenham only managed four shots on target, but and only thirty-two percent possession. But I feel much better about this performance from Spurs than oh, I have yeah. in the last three weeks. I felt like they put up more fight. I felt like they actually gave a shit. Now some of the football was terrible. Christian Eriksen gave the ball away a multitude of times. Eric Lamella's hurt again. Yeah. Um. So there was. Bits and pieces that really sucked about the performance. Son should have put that one away that Absolutely. he got around uh, Allison on. 100%. But one thing they did particularly well, and we haven't seen this happen to Liverpool this season, and this is where I want to give Liverpool credit, Spurs frustrated the shit out of them. Yeah, Spurs they did. were standing in front of every single free kick, every single throw in. Yep. Every every time they walked by, there was a bump. There was a there was something being said. It was just, you know, it's just oh, they we're Latin'd just, them. We're we're, we're going to fuck with you tonight. They Latin, yeah. But the but Latin gamesmanship, man. All of that being said, Liverpool dealt with it. Yeah, they dealt with it very well. Mm-hmm. They owned possession. They kept plugging away. And if it isn't for holy crap. Hello and welcome to the English Premier League, Paolo Gazaniga. Oh my God, doing his best, Tim Howard, and well, saving everything. Liverpool I mean, had thirteen everything. shots on target. Yeah. So what? Two goals. So he saved eleven, and and at least two of them should have been goals. There he was, had no business making those saves, was, but he did. There was like three or four diving saves. Like, oh yeah, brilliant and big time dives. Saves. Yeah. Uh, then he Not had just the, like the Elgato. Make yeah. ESPN highlights early in the real diving good save. First half, high dive to his left, knocks down, falls to uh, um, I think it was Henderson just inside the box. He's able to get up quick, get wide, get his body in front of it, and knock it away with his chest. So that little boom, boom, two shots right in a row, and yeah, you know, stand up and be heard, sir. Good on you. That, that was, was a hell well of a performance. I, I, with, with all the gaffes that um, Hugo Lloris makes in general. I wouldn't be surprised if Gazaniga kept his place if he could play like this for the next two months. Yeah, I think I think he will keep his place. I think he might keep his place. I man. think he will keep his place. Yep. He's he's played brilliantly and Larice is getting a little long in the tooth and you know, that that you could see them potentially moving on from him. Well, absolutely. I one hundred percent agree with that. Um this was this was big for the Reds. Huge. This was very this, good. This is the Three type of result. Really bad performances, mm-hmm. and in this performance, even though they were trailing for the bulk of the game, they looked like they were calm, they looked like they were reserved, they were in control, they were going to try to get that equalizer, you know, a little bit of fortune with, with the penalty, well, but but they but they played well, they deserved to win, and they looked good doing it, which is something they haven't done for the past three weeks. Right. The The other thing is, I, I think back, uh, again, a lot of me talking about my team is just, that's what I know best. Of course. Especially from history. So yes, we make fun, it's all about me, but I'm really, this is just an example. Right. In our unbeaten season, I remember Thierry Henry got hurt, I believe, um, 
who's our normal penalty taker. And it was a nil-nil stinker against somebody. Robert Perez got uh, taken down in the box. And of all people, Laurent, our Cameroonian right back, played midfield for Cameroon, but right back for us. He's the one who stepped up and take the penalty. Scored it. Yeah. One no win. Random people in a championship season, in a championship winning season, pop up at the right time at that moment. They grind out those results and they figure out how to win regardless of where it comes from. Jordan Henderson hadn't scored a goal for four years at Anfield. Pops up with the winner. Or the the equalizer. equalizer. The equalizer, I'm sorry. Pops up with the equalizer. What nobody else looked like scoring legitimately because Gazaniga was having a worldie that day. Right, and and the defense was getting in front of everything. Yeah. I mean, think about the amount of shots they blocked, too. That they blocked on top of the 13 that were on target. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But, you know, with Gazaniga standing on his head that day, you had to imagine, like, maybe it's just not Liverpool's day, you know? It's just not going to happen. Yeah. But then Jordan Henderson pops up with a finish. You ever seen a finish like that? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck No. But it happened. And then you get Serge Aurier being Serge Aurier, putting, <laughs> him, putting himself in a position where the referee needs to make a decision. Right. Regardless how you feel about it, what do we always say? Don't put yourself in a position where the ref has to make a call. True. Very true. Period. Yeah. That's... And he did. He put himself in that position. Yeah. You can't just wildly try to swing at a ball. It's like he forgot Mane was even there. Right. Yeah, my my. You, have, you cannot just swing at a ball and and think there's no repercussions for it. My my only uh, debate to it, and of course I'm going to debate it because I don't like Liverpool. Um, the two teams back and those two players back and forth were grabbing and pulling and shoving on each other. Mane had just pulled him to the ground before he got up with one hand and went to wildly kick it away. Total dive. So yeah, yeah, I hear you. Total dive. <laughs> so. Okay, you're not going to call any of that leading up to it, but then you're going to call that like and well, it just felt like that was that that needed to, the whistle needed to stay in the ref's pocket on that one for for me personally. Now, but it wouldn't but, have but, but, because VAR would have fucked it up anyway. True. <laughs> I mean, I it's by letter of the law that's a penalty. You don't necessarily have to call it. And the back in the 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 way those two were so physically beating on each other in that moment, it felt like you could have blown the whistle two or three times on both of them, you know, and then you yeah. finally decide to blow the whistle. Right, absolutely. Yeah. I'm with you. But but also, I mean... Th- I understand th- what you're saying. The right team won. I yeah, mean, I, th- don't, I don't agree with what you're saying, but I, I understand what you're saying. So, And this is part of the world we live in now, Yeah, right? With VAR, this is part of the world we live in now. Referees are going to trust VAR to overturn them if it's wrong because they won't go look at it themselves. Or they're going to trust VAR to get it right, and they'll keep their whistle in the pocket. That was that was the big thing that you said when we talked about it over the weekend. Was yet again a referee does not go over to a television screen and look at the fucking play himself. Yeah, which is what he should be doing. Same thing in your game. Yeah. Same thing in Arsenal when they called the foul on Callum Chambers. That I still can't figure out where the foul happened. Same thing. Um, there was another one. Damn it. It was, those are the three big ones. It, wasn't those, a, it was not a good weekend for a No, but the, those three penalty decisions are the big ones that stand out in my mind, right? That Michael Keane step on the foot of uh, Conley. Yeah, we'll get to that. But no, right, right, right. But it just it ties into this, right? Absolutely. It, it just so what referee is going to leave it in the pocket? What referee is going to call it and then hope either side that VAR is going to get it right when it happens? True. 
But who's in charge then? Yeah. Again, download the fucking whistle track and have the stadium announcer just play it when the VAR calls them and says, hey, that was a foul. Yeah. Just referee remotely from now on. Fuck yeah, it. What's the even, difference? Don't even have the ref What's on the, the field? goddamn difference? It's not his decision anymore. True. Very true. Now, uh, moving on to uh, City and Villa. Villa, very... V- no, I'm not done. Sorry, okay. I'm just kidding. City, very <laughs> valiant... Uh, Villa, very valiant first half defend- defending. The only problem is, is there's two halves in a game. Yeah. And they immediately give up a quick one. I mean, what? Three yeah, minutes that's, in. That's hard. Coming out of the break like that, that's tough. Um, after you've that, done so well that first half. Gotta keep that mental fortitude. I, I'd probably say this is the best 3-0 loss I've ever seen. Yeah. It, I can't be too mad at the loss because I thought the guys played really, really well. And my God, City's goalie, to quote my husband, played his dick off. He did. Y'all still had five shots on target. Yeah. Um, and a few of them were really good. I think of a John McGinn chance. Yeah. That was Excellent little half volley, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. That was that was phenomenal. Um, but I th- I thought you all troubled Stones and Fernandinho, mm-hmm. um, and now City again with a conundrum at the center back position after Fernandinho was sent off for a stupid ass foul uh, in in the eighty uh, seventh minute. Yep, yep. So we'll uh, we'll get to to thoughts on that in just a second. I was going to say the thing that you have to give credit to City on on the last couple of games have been, they've been clinical, not reactionary. Like, the game against Watford, that was reactionary. That was, oh, we just lost lost to Norwich, so we're going to go beat the Fuck shit out you, somebody. Um, yeah. They lose to Wolves, and the last two games have been, no, don't overreact. Play the football. We know how to play. Walk out with three points. It doesn't need to be 10 nothing. It just needs to be a good, solid win. And I that that's where I told you last week when I said, I don't see City making another one of those mistakes again. If they lose right. the rest of this year, it's because they lose to, you know, they lose to a Chelsea team that's on or they lose to uh Liverpool at Anfield. It's not well, really it's, they lose to their injuries. Yeah. Is it sure. really depends who it is on the day. I mean, I not that I'm not going to to predict this necessarily, but Colin Wilson will rip John Stones and Fernandinho apart. Oh, yeah. If you get a quality counterattack, Colin Wilson will make them look like schoolboys. And he's big and... But that's what I'm yeah, saying. You need physical. a proper center back to deal with him, right? And if they don't have one, you're fucked. Vardy's going to give them both a hard time. Absolutely. Yeah, Vardy Absolutely. will definitely give them a Regardless hard time. Regardless of the form table at that point, Vardy's going to give them hell if they don't have a proper center back in place. Yeah. Very true. Very so true. So they could lose to their injuries as well. It doesn't necessarily have to be the quality of the opposition. Yeah. Now, um, so we, we briefly touched on the uh, Fernandinho uh, second yellow getting the red being sent off. Stupid. Yeah, just... And, it, and in a nothing position. O- now, Otamende's he- healthy, but I don't think you necessarily want to run with Otamende. But you have to. I, yeah. I have thoughts on this. Let's let's defer to Mel here <laughs> while I pour yeah. her her yeah, shot. I have. I actually. I have thoughts on. I this. love this. Okay. I have thoughts. I have thoughts. All right. So you ready? Okay. So the red card. I would like it noted that Dean Smith realizing that Jack Grealish was on a yellow card and getting a little heated up. What did he do? Yanked him off. Yeah. 
Jack wasn't happy. Probably poor choice of words. Subbed him out. Maybe not yanked him off. <laughs> that could be a little messy. Uh, maybe, maybe he covers the net in glory. I mean, do you, me- do you remember the? Re- do you remember <laughs> the replacements? Cover you yourself in <laughs> yes. glory. Do you remember the movie The Replacements? Yes, I do. Um, Orlando Bloom's the yes. white guy. What's black Orlando? Yeah, I know. I know Orlando Jones. Jones. Yes. He um uh when they put the stickum yeah. on his hands, <laughs> he said. Uh, coach, this is cheating. <laughs> he, was, he was like, it, "It's so. What are they gonna do? Put you in football jail?" And he goes, "Coach, it looks like a jack dolphin elephant." <laughs> okay. So, dudes, right. and so I back, imagine with that so hair. Back Continue to my me. thought. Sorry. So, uh, so Smith, I can't think of a euphemism. Pulled, jacked, yanked, removed. Subbed, Jack Grealish. Subbed Jack Just subbed him off. Just Thank say you. what happened. I couldn't. <laughs> think of anything better to say. All right, so he does that. Mm-hmm. All right, smart coaching. Yep, absolutely. How be ever. Pep let Fernandinho stay on with a mm-hmm. booking who saw the second and got them all, like, fired out. So, by that rationale, Dean Smith, better manager than Pep. <laughs> Change my mind. Cheers to you, Villa. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well said on your uh, shot there. Well done, girl. I'll let you have your mic drop, but I do have thoughts on that. <laughs> <laughs> I give myself snaps. There you go. I'll let you have your mic drop. I'm not going to say my thoughts. I'm just saying. Brilliantly done. <laughs> but a lot of my thoughts have to come down to age and experience with Fernandinho and Jack Grealish, uh, respectively. So um, our two teams suck. At, at least, yeah. at least yeah. you didn't lose. Uh, I guess. We fucking suck. I mean, VAR uh, had a lot to do with us not losing. Uh, <laughs> VAR didn't help us out all that much either. Uh, Arsenal 2, Crystal Palace 2, Brighton 3, Everton 2. Um, I'll just hand you back over the shot glass, Houston. Cool. Great. Thank you. <laughs> I I would imagine the uh, giving away the quick lead has got to be frustrating. No, absolutely it is. Uh, there was a big problem with team selection. Um we don't have a creative presence. I said when we uh, got him on loan, Danny Ceballos was the new Aaron Ramsey, new box-to-box guy. You remember this? Yep. We can go back and pull the clip at some point if we need to. Yep. I did say that. Uh, he's not a number 10. They want him to be a number 10. He's not. He's not. The front three have no service um, in general. Bellerin needs to come back. Tierney still needs to bet in a bit. Although I thought Tierney played pretty well for yeah. not having really played this season. He's finally getting some minutes. Well, he was hurt, and then which I don't know how he passed his medical, but he did. Uh, but he was hurt for the first while. Played a Europa League game, played a couple of reserve games, uh, and only lasted, I think it was 61 minutes in this match. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a little longer than that. Um, but anyway, it it <laughs> there's still no steal. In this team, mm-hmm. there's still no desire, no want. There's still no uh, energy in a lot of cases, to be honest. <laughs> despite the pace of Aubameyang and Nicola Pepe, when they get the ball, we look dangerous. When they don't have the ball, we look scared, fucked, hesitant. Um, really, at the end of the day, uh, all I want to say about this game is fuck Granite Xhaka. <laughs> uh, you petulant little cunt. Heard. That's all I want to say about him because you never tell your own supporters to fuck off. Uh, you never, as a captain, rip your shirt off in view of the television cameras, in view of the coaching staff, 
in view of the fans. You never leave the stadium before the fucking game is over, mm. which he did. Um, he's got a new baby at home. He's probably on an hour of sleep. People have been giving him shit on social media uh, beyond football. And that's wrong. I agree with that. I understand you're frustrated. But telling the fans in the stadium to fuck off in that moment, you need to be professional. If you I have wear- a lot of problems with my job. If I walked into my lobby and just yelled fuck off to my management, I'd be canned. In a heartbeat. If you wear the armband, you are set to a different set of standards. If he doesn't wear the armband, you can be an asshole like that and kind of get away with it. Absolutely. You wear the armband that says captain on it. That means you are held to a higher standard than every other player on the pitch. And you are supposed to be the responsible adult. That doesn't sound like you're being the responsible adult. And we didn't want you to be captain anyway. Right. So you're confirming... The fact that we were pissed that you were chosen as captain. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> Your precisely performances it. have been shit. The best pass uh, he played uh, the other day was a six-yarder, uh, in my opinion, mm-hmm. despite him having an assist. His best pass was a six-yard pass to the left. It's It tells you loads. His distribution is garbage. He can't tackle. He's rashing the tackle. Uh, he's not a leader, in my opinion, because... I think of Patrick Vieira. I think of Roy Keane. I think of Sol Campbell, who on that performance would have grabbed somebody by the scruff of the neck on his own team, right, mm-hmm. during a corner as they were waiting for people to set up, said, get your fucking head out of your ass and let's do it. That would have cracked somebody and gotten up and been like, show something, do something. Desire, want, need, determination, heart. These are things that aren't coached. These fucking lot don't have it. So what's more important is VAR got it right. They didn't. I mean, clearly Zaha was fouled, and you yeah, know well, the referee on off, the field just wanted to give him no. a yellow for for diving because, well, that's just the rumor with with him. So so clearly VAR got it a hundred percent right, and uh, you know, hey, good on him. And I'm sure I'm sure you're pleased as punch that the uh, technology is working and working to the level that it's working at. So please pontificate. That's Actually, good. don't. You've already you know uh, he's having a very hard day, <laughs> and you're just weak. Oh, he's him. about weak. the fuck. He's about to do it weak. to me. So I might as well get him. My jabs while I can. I'll just go ahead and drink my beer and uh, my I mean, cognac. I cognac. mean, if you think Arsenal did that badly, I mean, wouldn't you do a shot of Malort just to punish oh, yourself? Hold on, hold on, just hearing, just hearing. VAR questioned my. Nope, they confirmed it. Cognac is right. <laughs> so, um, so let's let's look at the positives, Sam. Here's the positives. I got a Should... point. You didn't. Should Ginduzi need to have a second career to fall back on? He clearly has the uh, makings of a free safety in the NFL. Because right there at the end, I mean, both feet very leaves, Troy Palomalu, wasn't it, with the hair and everything? Yeah, arms around the shoulders, <laughs> gets great. him fully wrapped, smart enough to not lead with the helmet, kept his head out of the way, <laughs> wraps him up, and brings him down to the ground, and only sees a yellow for it. So, you know, yeah, it was, that was a beautiful tackle. I agree it should have been a red. Oh, my I, God, well, that should have been a red. When I talk, when I talk to you on... that not a red? When I talk to you on Sunday, it's one thing to block somebody off, right? Yeah. It, I, I'd do it. It, everyone does it. You just put a little shoulder into their chest, block them off the run. That's a yellow. That's a normal impediment. <laughs> he fucking tackled him. Straight up 
tackle the guy. W- Rugby, NFL, WWE, everybody's edge proud with of the him. Spear oh, yeah. right through the fucking ch- no, into the fuck firing edge. table. Fuck Edge. He Goldberg that motherfucker. <laughs> He'd take it old school. He definitely Goldberg his ass. That was, that was and. Textbook tackle. Oh, it was perfect. <laughs> it was, it was a pitcher perfect NFL tackle. It was like Definitely that was read. brilliantly done. Definitely right. And and it's on the defensive half of the field, so you can't put into play last defender. But it was basically last defender. Well, yeah, Zaha was which is, gone. Which is why I did it. Gone. And Zaha was gone. Part of um part of what Martin Atkinson seemed to gesture as the Palace players were asking why was the ball was so far gone. Right, he seemed to do one of these with his hand, where it's kind of, you know, flicking his finger out, like the the ball's gone, the ball's gone. Yep, but Zaha's well, fast as hell. He well, would have caught. There the was other nobody thing there. is, that there's nobody behind Ganduzi. Yeah, there was so, nobody. Ganduzi was moving forward. Zaha dinked it past him, albeit a, a heavy touch. I don't even think Bert Leno would have got to it. No. Potentially, man, man or the ball, never both. He <laughs> definitely he did that right. Oh yeah, he channeled my spirit. That's for sure. Oh my god. That's so fantastic. So uh looking at the Everton game, honestly, you know what this was? A carbon copy of the Millwall FA Cup exit. This was a rainy, shitty, terrible day. A call doesn't go your way, and then you fold like a cheap card table and lose the match. A match that you I was were looking for another A at the end of it. A, a match that you were clearly the better side. Yeah. Graham Potter, in his post, said, Everton was unlucky today. They were the better side. Yeah. Glenn Murray, Glenn Murray on, and I have my own thoughts about the the, the penalty. Glenn Murray, a player on the team, on the field, said, that wasn't a penalty. (laughs) Like, on the opposite team, said, that's not a penalty. I don't know what they were thinking. Yeah. That's, woo. It's... I again, I can see why it was given. The same thing about Liverpool. He impeded Conley. However, completely accidental. He was looking at the ball. It's not like he swung. It's not like he It was two guys running it, running for the ball. It was just a coming together. That's all it is. It, yeah. And and sometimes that fucking happens. Yeah. You know? Would that have been called in the middle of the field? Would that have been reversed in the middle of the field? Probably not. Yeah. It's I I mean Hey, I'm but again, they were they were alone by themselves. It was the spotlight was on, right? If this yeah. is two, three touches middle of the field, you got eight people around you, blah blah blah. Slow something down enough, it looks really bad. Uh, absolutely, and absolutely, yeah. just I I think uh, Longstaff's red card was mm, he was up in the thigh. He almost eh, kicked the guy in the nuts. Yeah, but it hit him in his shin first. <laughs> I watched it back. Good throwback to me and uh, Jags from last year. It, hit him, well the, it hit him in the shin first. Uh, but the, <laughs> I mean, honestly, if this is what clear and obvious is, great. Then stick to it. Earlier in the match, earlier in the match, Richarlison is pulled down in the box. And in fact, there was a stoppage of play because he got inadvertently kicked in the head. So, at that moment, there is an opportunity for VAR to check and see if there was a foul. If it, if it's a corner kick, they are letting defenders hold and pull and do everything. They aren't reversing any of it. And let's face it, on every single corner kick, Sam, I'm saying every single corner kick in the There's Premier League, pulling. you will find a foul. Every I, I single about, corner kick. I talked about it last week with Socrates. 
It's going to be there. We've talked about it at nauseum on multiple shows about John Stones when he got that, uh, or no, I'm sorry, Emmerich Laporte against Spurs the first or second week of the season, whatever it was. We've yep. talked at nauseum about these these decisions that are fucking trivial. Okay, if that's clear and obvious, now we know what clear and obvious is. Well, start calling it Start calling it all the time now. The good thing, another show we listen to uh, that will still, for two years running, remain unnamed. <laughs> yeah, we never mention it, it. Never going to. Is um, mostly because they're better than us. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> they pointed out that the top brass from every Premier League club is having their biannual meeting this coming week. Right. And I think VAR is part of that agenda. Wow. Okay. So let's see what happens. True. So as I told you last week, don't get the win on the road. The game at West the, the win against West Ham means nothing. The win against West Ham means nothing. If we're able to beat Tottenham at home, great, I guess. Like it this team's gonna be a is gonna be between eighth and tenth place. That's what this team is gonna be. They're gonna be nothing more than that. That's and it's a shame because there's plenty of talent, there's plenty of investment from the board. There is more than enough opportunity for this team to be great. They just aren't. And I wonder well, I, I go ahead. I think to be honest, the problem has been the firing and hiring of managers over the last three, four seasons. True. Every manager has been given the checkbook. Not just get us out of trouble, Big Sam. He was allowed to sign a few players. Yeah. So every right, so was Kuman. Obviously, he was your actual manager for a few seasons running. And he signed shit every went, number ten. Shit went wrong, right? You brought in Big Sam, shit went wrong. You brought in Marco Silva. And Marco Silva has part of a squad that still isn't his because of financial fair play and because right. So when you bring in a fire a a, a, a fire putter outer, a firefighter, mm-hmm. probably yeah, there you the go. appropriate English term for that. Um, you bring in a firefighter to save your season. Don't hand him a blank check in January. True. Don't let him sign anybody over the summer. Make, it doesn't make sense. Make make him fix what he's got. Right. If that's then, your job, if that's what you do well, then this is what you're going to do well. And the We've rest given of you the, the pieces, se- right. make and it the, work. The rest of the season, you should be interviewing candidates, getting the right fucking guy for your team. Yeah. Right? And then giving that guy the checkbook. Sign who you want. Get rid of who you want. And let's see what we have. Come up with a, a clear... And, <laughs> I was about to say clear and obvious. <laughs> Come up with an identity for this club, right? Right. That was your biggest strength under David Moyes, was you had an identity. Knew exactly what that team you was. You were a, a fully blue-collar team. You were Burnley before Burnley existed. Yeah. Right? You counterattacked. You scored a shit ton of goals. You were... Really, I'd be I'd be ego- egotistical enough to say we were the model that some of those teams like Burnley yeah, were built you, after. Leicester and Burnley, you were somewhere in between the two of them. You counterattacked a lot. You had the players. You could play possession here and there against the right teams, but you had your identity, right? You had a clear idea of how you wanted to play, and you played that way, and the results were there. You almost qualified for the Champions League if Liverpool didn't get the rules changed over the summer. Yeah, right. True, absolutely true. You had that seems to be what you're lacking for me. So I would say the following, and then we need to wrap this up. Is for um, for Marco Silva. Unfortunately, his job is now tied into the League Cup. The minute we go out of the League Cup, I think Silva's gone. 
So if we lose to Watford on Tuesday, I think I think Silva's out. Um, wow. I, I really I really think it's now because we're advancing in a cup, we're not going to change anything. But it's we that or we need to go. We need to see this team go on a hell of a run. They need to win four or five in a row because, like I said, going into December, it is at Leicester at Anfield, home to Chelsea, home to Arsenal, at Manchester United for five weeks in a row, you know, for five games in a row in December. I see one win in there. I mean, yeah, but beating you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, so, really, I do want to give a quick shout and a, a mention. How unfortunate for Bernard. Oh, I know. That's terrible. It looks like ligament damage, too, yeah. which means that... Multiple could, months. Yeah, that's going to be a while. Yeah. And, he's, and he's really been... Playing well and yeah, he's been in form lately. There and was no whiffing and hitting his plant foot like last season. Yeah, he's actually scored some goals, made some assists, and and it. Well, the problem there too is when he's help when he was healthy there, it gives the manager choices, so yep. people have to compete for the job. Well, now you know Owobi and Walcott and Richarlison. Like if they don't put Richarlison up top, there's nobody really challenging him. So well, and th- there's the other thing about Granite Xhaka walking off the field. This is just a general point about professional athletes. The second you feel entitled to that position, you're fuck you. Yeah. There's other professional athletes trying to fight for that spot. The second you feel entitled that you shouldn't be dragged off or that you're an automatic starter, you're no longer a professional athlete. You're a petulant little child. Yeah. That you, you don't there's no room for that. That ego needs to fuck off. So, here's my shot. Um, speaking of petulant little children, um, seriously, Everton, fuck off. So-called didn't go your way. Still play the rest of the fucking game. And play the rest of the game, finish it out, because you were the better side and you should have won, but you decided to roll over and die. So, fuck it. Here's the you. We're going to do this real quick, because let's face it, there's not a lot to say about it. Rounding out the rest of the league, and oh, so that happened. West Ham won, Sheffield won. Watford nil, Bournemouth nil, Newcastle one, Wolverhampton one, Manchester United three, Norwich one. Although it should have probably been five to one. <laughs> oh, alrighty. So um, Hammers can't seem to beat the teams they're supposed to beat. No, that's that's a problem. If you want to be competing for you know Europa top League, seven, Europa best League, of the yep. rest, whatever it is that you're looking to become, West Ham, you can't then go not getting three points well, against Sheffield. We said like, it a couple of weeks ago. Sheffield's been much more organized after their helter-skelter start to the season. Oh, yeah. All over the place kind of craziness, riding the emotion of Billy Sharp, coming up from League One with them, blah, 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 right? Um, they're very organized now. They're tough nose, hard. It's almost like Phil Jagielka is having an influence in that dressing room. <laughs> Imagine they're, that. They're kind of playing like just uh, exactly what you expect from a championship side. We are going to make your life hell. Yeah, exactly. And it's, wor- and it's working. And it's working because all of the prima donnas and divas in the Premier League yeah, um, worked against us. They beat us 1-0. And Mousset on the score sheet again, young lad. Uh, good for him. Yep. So for the second week in a row, Bournemouth participated in a Premier League match. Oh, come this on. time, it was against Watford. Come on. This was a goalkeeper's clinic. I thought you'd appreciated this a little bit more. <sighs> Aaron Ramsdale... They, there and was a ben there was Foster there were some good saves. There were definitely some, some good saves. Made some fucking brilliant saves. I I would say though that um, uh, cherries have not scored in all of October. 
Is that right? Yeah, they didn't score a single goal in October. They don't have a goal of the month award because there wasn't a fucking goal. It was two post hit. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the post hit of the month award goes to Delafeu. <laughs> yeah. Hit the post off a corner. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's a cheeky little guy. Yeah, he's a Dela cheeky Feu little is. bastard. Yeah. Yeah. It's um. I remember that fateful day uh, with uh, Everton that I watched uh, Everton Arsenal, you two, and he uh, with you and Rob, and he danced down the sideline and just like rocketed it right over top of uh, good old Walt's shoulder on the inside post and ended up on the far post like just a rocket. I remember that one. Newcastle Wolves was a good game. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Mel. We- See that transition? That was a beautiful transition. <laughs> Look at you driving the bus. And then he crashes it by pulling me into the conversation. I had to. <laughs> you know I'm I over here to. playing on my island. Yeah. <laughs> the but problem I, is, yeah. is he's proud of himself. And that's I needed he, help because he was really getting on me and I had no response. <laughs> he he was it's 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 self it's self affirmation. He's looking in the mirror and he's going, yeah. I'm I'm brave enough, I'm strong enough, and gosh darn it, people like me. I'm is ready for the festivist feats of strength, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so um Newcastle, unfortunate to get the red. I mean, I feel it was a red because, I mean, hell, he he, well, no, he practically was, kicked him in the nuts. It was a red. Yeah. I'm not saying it wasn't a yeah. red. I think it was a bit harsh. He started to pull out of the tackle. Um, <laughs> he caught the shin guard, and yeah. I think the plastic propelled his foot yeah. up. Oh, he did. He totally pulled his leg away. You could see yeah. him on the initial slide in. He pulls the leg away, and then just somehow the leg pops out right at the end to kick him in the nuts. It was like, dink! It hit three spots on his leg. And I think he was just unfortunate he didn't hit flesh the first time. Right. He hit the plastic of the shin guard. And it just went. And it bounced off. Bounced off the, the kneecap. And, and then hit the groin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm pretty sure if he had, like, flexed his foot and pushed his toes forward, it would popped one of his nuts. Wolves <laughs> cannot beat teams they're supposed to beat. No. They're gonna, I, now they're all... going to go to Arsenal and beat the crap out of Arsenal because they, they... There's no Europa League this well, week. They get up for the big teams. They always get yeah. up for the big teams. But... Um, but, d- 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 well, this but that was the thing we said about him last season. Yeah. Same thing. Drop six points to to twentieth place Huddersfield. Yep. Uh, the the other thing about Wolves is just their schedule, man. Their travel schedule sucks. They have and played being, twenty games already. It is right. the end of October, and they have played. They've played 20 double games. the games most of the other. Everybody teams else have. has played probably twelve to 15. 15, 16, Yeah, tops. Yeah, it's insane. But but again. They, they're going to be nothing better than a, you know, seventh to ninth place team if they don't start beating the teams they're supposed to fucking right. beat. Right. Well, here, here's look at this. Wolves has a lot of experienced internationals, right? Some may say those players are a bit more prima donna. Look at City. Are they oh, really? Yeah. Are they up for a fight? Arsenal definitely not up for a fight. Right. Liverpool. Seems to be maybe up for a little bit of a fight this season now. Here's here's where um, I make my name. Right. But here's, here's the, where people notice me. Exactly. As a Wolves player. These going to Burnley, going to fucking Watford, going mm-hmm. to they those teams at Newcastle. Those teams make a living off putting up a fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I coincidence? I think not. Wolves, wolves. From an outside impression, they seem to not have that um, that gumption, that that meanness, that gets stuck in kind of. I like gumption. Gumption's yeah. a good word. Yeah, they just don't have that. Uh, you know that. 
We you went know? from gumption, Mel, an SAT word to that. Uh. Uh, je ne sais quoi. No, not je ne sais quoi. So on to. Do you know what je ne sais quoi means? It means that I don't know what that X factor. I know I'm being silly. No, I don't think he's. I don't being think silly. he. I don't, I don't think, think he knew he it. I figure with the cognac <laughs> and the whole like we had a whole theme going on. Yeah. Okay, where's my out clause? Sam had you. Where's my out clause? Got to get out of this. Run away! <laughs> run away! Retreat! 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 Um. Manchester it's United missed two penalties. Yeah, Manchester, Manchester United. <laughs> yeah, hit the fucking mute button. So, United gets Genesis Qua. Heard. United f- actually gets a win. Like, they had a good performance against Liverpool, and they got the win. This is what United should be doing. Why are we so surprised that United did it? Be, I, this screamed. A draw. I oh, said that God, last yeah. week. God, yeah. Dude. On injury time, which you should pay us to listen to. Speaking of whores, hi, Sam. They. United is a lot like Arsenal in that respect. You don't feel like they have a spine. They have great attacking talent that doesn't always show itself. Right. They like have. Arsenal five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Five minutes ago, <laughs> they <laughs> they look like a shell of themselves at the back from years past. You know what I mean? Right. They have moments, and those moments are good, and then they fuck them up later. They spent, was it, close to a billion pound over the last five, six seasons assembling a squad of ninth-place finishers. Yeah. It... So I, I don't know to be honest. And it, like, if they won five one, you'd have been like, okay, look at this. That's that's a good result. But we still have something to talk about. Penalty woes for Manchester United continue. Yeah. Um, Two different penalty takers in this match, and Tim Krul saved them both. Uh, d- I would it's say like, let's co- let's give a little credit where credit is due with Tim Krul. I mean, the Dutch team still has him be their backup keeper because. If a game is going to penalties, they sub him. They sub well, him. Fair in enough. He's, he's, one, he's, he's one of the best penalty the stoppers best, in the world. Yeah, hands down. I, he's one 100%, of the best. One hundred percent. I I agree with that. However, you're twelve yards out, and players nowadays with the technology that goes into the ball. Yeah. Right. It's it's it almost has divots in it like a golf ball to make it fly faster and make it move in the air. Right. With the 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 way the boots are made nowadays, uh, with the strength and nutrition of the players. From twelve yards, you got a six foot three man standing in the net. The goal's twenty four feet wide, eight feet tall. Yeah, it should be automatic. It well, should be uh, the. It e- should be Milivojevic every day of the week for everybody. The ESPN uh, show Sports Science actually broke down saving a penalty kick, and and came to the realization through, you know, doing, you know, equations and math and all that fun stuff that it's legitimately luck. It is luck that a keeper saves a penalty or it is a mistake from the shooter because the keeper saves the penalty because they shouldn't. Right. So there's still something to talk about negatively for Manchester United. You got to be worried about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, but but overall, but, good performance. Three points are three points. Overall, good performance. It's time to tell you what little we know. It is prediction time. Wow, Sam, we've already run an hour, and we said we weren't going to, so we are not good. So let's be uh, quick on this one. Let's fly it. Um, nobody picked a game right this week. 
Um, we all suck. You suck. I suck. Pat sucks. Kitty sucks. Everybody sucks. Nobody can pick a game correctly. So, uh, Sam, you're sitting at negative uh, 885. What's your shitty pick this week? Oh, as you're writing out your couple losers. My couple losers says I shouldn't make bets anymore. So I'm just going to go ahead and put that into the uh, couple losers here. I shouldn't make bets anymore. There you go. Feed the couple losers. Couple losers is getting fat over here. And Sam's still writing. He's writing his uh, manifesto, apparently. So I wrote hashtag not my captain. Heard hashtag and, not your captain. And fuck Everton too. Oh, fuck Everton too. Because <laughs> I had you guys on separate bets. <clears throat> yep, absolutely. Remember? Yep. Yeah. Bunch of cunts. Um, um, so what do I have this week? I am choosing the Crystal Palace Leicester match. Uh, I could not turn this one away after the last couple of weeks from Leicester. Uh-huh. Um, Leicester to win, away from home again. Mm-hmm. Over three and a half goals in the game. Okay. Plus 575. Okay. There you go. So going Couldn't big. Couldn't turn it away. I don't think they blew their load. You like you think like you think say. they're going to well all you need them to do is win 2 to 1, right? You said 2.5? Oh, no, 3.5. 3.5. Okay, so, so three, you need 3 to 1. 3 to 1 or 3 2 or whatever. Yeah. I could I could see a 3 2 in that match. But it I is mean, good. it's it's, it it's going to be a parlay. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Oh, it's par- it's parlayed oh, together. Oh, it's parlayed, baby. Nice, very good. <laughs> Going big. Uh, and you said uh, Small Ray. Small Sam's. You said Lock of the week. Heard. <laughs> <laughs> you heard. Uh, you said Ray uh, decided to send in a uh, bet of the week as well. That would be Small Sam's. Dink dink. Lock of the week. <laughs> All right. So you said yes, Ray, Ray had did, sent us. Ray so. did send in. He's doing separate bets again because that seemed to work so well last week. Oh, it worked uh, magnificently. Last Manchester week. United to win at plus one twenty-five. Uh, and Everton and Tottenham to draw at two uh, plus two twenty five. Ah, picking a draw on that one. Interesting for you. Yeah. So um, he was my friend first. I see what this where this is going. Pat is officially in the hole minus twenty five dollars. Hey! And now it's time for our degenerate gambling friend Pat's pick. Time of the to week. pay up. All <laughs> right. So <laughs> this week, like like I always say. Taking parlays is a sucker's bet. I love the fact that you had just said you were parlaying it. And I and it caught me up and it caught up to me last weekend. Thanks for the draw, Arsenal. So let's get back to uh the black this VAR. week. VAR. Sunday, main game is Everton taking on Tottenham. Now, I think that Tottenham is going to win, but I know this is a 2.5 over. Under and he is going to take the over. Can we real quick just do we call this a thigh rubber with the form you're in? Uh, well, and we'll, the form they're in. No, this is a head scratcher. <laughs> um, yes. So, yes. so it's even money. He's gonna gonna put a hundred dollars down on the over. Wins him a hundred, gets him back out of the uh, hole, and puts him back into the black again, which he's been pretty good about doing. Okay, and this is total game over two and a half. Yeah, over two and a half. Over for the two total. and a half. Total yeah, so score. three, three goals. Doesn't matter who gets it. Just three goals. Yeah. Would, and I, you know what? I think that's. I say that's a safe bet. I think that's a hit. Oh, it is a safe bet. But let me tell you something. Uh huh. As Mel so illustriously pointed out a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Scared money don't make money, son. Heard, heard. <laughs> All right, I'm down six ninety, and uh, frankly. Hope none of you actually take any of my gambling advice because it's wrong. But for. Big Sam's Lock of the Week. 
I'm going back to the well. Sadio Mane to score against <laughs> Aston Villa. Sorry, Mel. Plus 112. So hopefully I'm wrong and Mane doesn't score and uh, Villa beats uh, Liverpool, which I will gladly, gladly oh, lose that oh, bet. Oh, oh, you know what? When you lose that bet next week, you're going to get so much shit from me. And uh, if you win that bet next week, you're going to get so much shit from me. I'm, I'm <laughs> I you put yourself in a lose-lose, mate. I'm married to her. All I do is get shit from I her mean, on a regular basis. Uh, Russ might help me find some stuff for the show next week. Hey, now, now we're talking. Now, if that was enough, that'd be pretty good for prediction time, wouldn't it? But more importantly, we don't just give you this. We give you Kitty the Chicken. You all will see what I see here soon, but it's really pitiful, to be honest. But there's no audio, so you can see it, but you can't hear it. Listen to this while you listen to Prediction Time. <laughs> all right. Or watch it while you listen to Prediction Time. So, uh, it's a was, catchy uh, number. pacing around the queue. Catchy number. Rather annoyed. Okay, Frank. With her two-game slide. That's right. She's lost two in a row. So this week, I thought I'd give her something out of the norm as uh, Burnley heads to Sheffield to play <laughs> Love you, Nick. Kitty recanted a story of rebuffing, I'm sorry, of roughing a thumb wrestling match between Prince Charles and Nick Foley. Hold on. That's a clarette and a blade and a blade and a thumb wrestling match did was this sanctioned did Mick Foley bring in Sacco as mean, like a tag team and Sacco and was over in the corner looking very threatening against but, Prince uh, Charles Prince against Charles Prince Charles had the scepter and the they other were hand, thumb wrestling so it was a whole like thing. the twilight zone uh, kitty gets into some weird shit man you know what kitty gets round but uh, she is pulling a draw for that match. Yeah, clearly, if she was with both of them, she clearly thinks they're on even ground. So, first time she's picked a draw this season. That's there interesting. And that's what the chicken has to say. There you go. All right, people, you know the drill. As always, gamble. And drink. Responsibly <laughs> and legally. Because Sam forgets it every I time. I forgot, uh, except that one time I did admin good. We had one thing we needed to do, Sam. What was it? Win. What didn't we do, Sam? We tied. We didn't win. <clears throat> yep. So uh, six six. One six six. Yeah. yeah. Uh, t- tight match. We didn't have any subs. Um, I left. Yeah. I wasn't there. Yeah. Is that a bad way, man? Yeah. Understood. Understood. I know what was going on. It's it's called so my, a, it's called age. Get yeah. used to it. My body felt weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, felt weird. Super, super is that, weird. Is that a technical term? Weird? Yeah, that's a medical diagnosis. So we uh, finished the regular season 2-2-3. Two, two, and three. We finished in fifth place, so we are just outside of the playoffs. But uh, all things considered, other than that, you know, just thumping we took from uh, Noreen, team played really well, and uh, I'm happy with, with what we're doing. Yeah, me too. And I think I think we're moving in the right direction, and I think we're, we're, we're going to find ourselves in playoff matches and certainly maybe even in a championship and maybe even hoist up a division one trophy again. Cause I think we're good enough. Yeah. At some point soon. Uh, absolutely. We were in every game. Yeah. And I, I did play for about a minute and 30 seconds in this one. And I just went, uh, Nope, not working. Well, I did get to hit somebody, mm-hmm. which is all I felt like doing. Cause it happened on my dad's death day. Yep. So that was good. Yeah. I did send someone flying on their arse. 
That makes it, that makes everything better, right? It did make a lot better. All right. Well, but, that uh, uh, that wraps it up. Sammy, any parting words? Fuck VAR. Fuck VAR. Uh, Mel, hit the button. Can't say I disagree with you, sir. Can't say I disagree with you. So um, thank you so much for joining us, boys and girls. A uh, few things. A uh, few months ago, I had mentioned the Ear Floss podcast. Uh, that was a, It's a music history podcast. I actually finally re-recorded my episode this past week, and that'll be up on Wednesday. So if you want to hear... Big Sam talk about Lizzo, a topic you would never think you'd hear him talk about um, while drinking a lot of whiskey. Um, feel free to check it out. I'll make sure I post the link for everybody. And yes. I wasn't done. Oh, okay. I thought you were done. <laughs> All I did was ask her to hit the button. I just was finally making you be done. We're going over an hour, so we're short and uh, sweet, killer. recording here on the 28th of October, and I'd uh-huh. like to wish my wife a very happy 34th birthday. Uh, happy birthday, Carly. I love her very much. Do Happy you birthday. think she's actually listening still? No. Oh. Not a chance. <laughs> I'll make her listen to this part of it, at least. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, dear. Um, and now I'm finished. Excellent. Uh, next up is Injury Time, where we're going to preview the weekend's games. And also, an old friend of ours from Liverpool has checked in on the emails. So Ooh. we're going to read about that. Could that Some... be a Mr. Mike Rogers? Oh, why, yes it is. Mr. Rogers. <laughs> I, I imagine he changes his shoes when he gets home, doesn't he? He probably does and puts <laughs> on a sweater as Best well. The part is, if Mike Rogers... Got tickled wants, by a gorilla? If Mike wants to hear the next bit, he has to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, check us out on Patreon to find out uh, how our bonus show works. And uh, till next week, everybody. Fuck off, Mike. something kick it off your desk and tell it to go fuck itself sam yeah get off my desk and go fuck yourself <laughs> <laughs>